Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021. Democrats and Republicans continue to debate over voting rights. We'll discuss that. Plus, Andrew Cuomo runs into even more trouble. And finally, the Capitol riot hearings have an important new guest. Today, the United States Supreme Court heard a case that supporters of voting rights fear will lead the court's 6-3 conservative majority to weaken a key provision of the Voting Rights Act that prohibits laws that result in racial discrimination when it comes to voting. Eight years ago, in the landmark Shelby case, the court weakened those protections in the Voting Rights Act. But today, the court is hearing a challenge to Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, which states no voting regulation can be imposed that, quote, results in a denial or abridgment of the right of any citizen of the United States to vote on account of race or color. All of this as Republican state legislators across the country are moving at a fast clip to pass laws to restrict voting access. As of last month, according to the Brennan Center for Justice, state lawmakers have carried over or introduced 253 bills with provisions that restrict voting access in 43 states. Republican lawmakers in Georgia passed a bill through the state house on Monday that would roll back voting access by imposing restrictions on absentee and early voting. Here's how former Democratic gubernatorial nominee Stacey Abrams, a leader in the fight for voting rights, responded to that legislation yesterday. Their intention is to disenfranchise those voters who have routinely demonstrated they do not share Republican ideology or at least Republican orthodoxy. And unfortunately, the challenge is that not only are they going to disproportionately harm communities of color, when you break democracy, you break it for everyone. And in the U.S. House of Representatives, Democrats have introduced House Resolution 1, a sweeping proposal of voting rights and voting access regulations that would, in effect, set a baseline federally across all of the states of the kinds of things you see these activists fighting for. Longer windows of early voting, easier access for voting by mail, voting absentee. And if indeed H.R. 1 were to become law, it would mean many of these states where Republicans have been putting in laws restricting access would be out of compliance with federal law. H.R. 1 is likely to pass the Democratic-controlled House. It has a far less certain fate in an evenly divided United States Senate. Now, here's what else matters today. We talked yesterday on the podcast about two sexual harassment allegations that Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo was facing. Well, now there is a third, though this is different. Those were two people who worked inside the governor's office. Now we're learning from a woman named Anna Ruck through the New York Times that she had what she describes as an uncomfortable encounter with Governor Cuomo during a crowded wedding reception in New York in 2019. In a particularly striking element of the story, there is a photo of the encounter that one of Anna Ruck's friends took and, of course, appeared across the media as the allegation broke last night. Democratic Representative Kathleen Rice of New York took to Twitter after this latest allegation was made public, saying, quote, the time has come. The governor must resign. 
Rice is the first member of the Democratic portion of the New York congressional delegation to come out with an outright call for Cuomo's resignation. Most Democratic elected officials in New York are still very much giving credence and credibility to these allegations, expressing their concern for how serious they are, but putting most of their response to these allegations in the hands of the New York State Attorney General and her overseeing an independent, thorough, and hopefully rapid investigation into all of these claims. That's where most Democrats are right now instead of calling for the outright resignation of Andrew Cuomo. So that got me thinking, is this something that Democrats have sort of reevaluated in the aftermath of how they handled the allegations against then-Senator Al Franken, Democratic senator from Minnesota? You may recall the U.S. senator from New York, Kirsten Gillibrand, was one of the first Democrats to call for Franken to resign when he was facing allegations of sexual harassment and sexual misconduct. And then a whole slew of Democrats followed her, and indeed, Franken did resign. But it was before a total, complete investigation was conducted. So are Democrats sort of policing themselves in this area differently now? Is there some regret that Franken left the United States Senate in the way he did? For the moment, it seems Democrats are pushing much more for a thorough accounting through an independent investigation than they are for Andrew Cuomo to remove himself entirely from the equation. And finally today... FBI Director Chris Wray finally appears before the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify about the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Wray says he was appalled by what happened on January 6th and described the insurrection like this. That attack, that siege, was criminal behavior, plain and simple, and it's behavior that we, the FBI, view as domestic terrorism. It's got no place in our democracy, and tolerating it would make a mockery of our nation's rule of law. He also completely dismissed claims that Antifa and other leftist organizations were part of the violence at the Capitol on January 6th. We have not to date seen any evidence of, uh, of anarchist violent extremists or, or people subscribing to Antifa uh, in connection with the 6th. Nearly 300 rioters have now been charged in federal court related to their actions in and around the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. But Ray didn't have any answer for why FBI warnings about the threats of violence on the 6th of January did not reach the proper officials. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.